sixth Wimbledon title for the Serbian superstar. History made. He has caught Federer and Nadal. Okay, there you have it. Novak Djokovic then winning. The men's, the men's singles at Wimbledon and we joined on the line by coach Michael de Jong now who spoke to us ahead of the start of the tournament coach good evening and thanks again for being able to speak to us on SAFM tonight thanks Tabisa only a pleasure thank you firstly just about the standard of tennis at Wimbledon this time around how was it for you yeah I think uh, it was pretty good I mean the, the ladies draw was very exciting it was great to watch uh, for a change we saw the excellent party world number one coming through and uh, making it to the final. There's, there's been, you know, several winners in uh, the latest tournaments, but this time some of the favourites came through and the quality of the tennis was superb. On the men's side, no surprises. Uh, no uh, not playing the best tennis in my mind, but playing mm-hmm. well enough and uh, showing us again that his mental is way above uh, the rest of the field. And he still remains on top. And on that note, uh, Coach, I want to play you a clip of what you said when uh, we spoke to you just ahead of Wimbledon before it started on the, um, was it the 29th or the, or the 28th, before it started. Let's play. Can the coach hear us? Okay, let's play the clip. On Does no- Novak Djokovic then remain the man to beat because of Fedra's injuries and how he hasn't played this year? Undoubtedly. Uh, Novak's going to be, he's got a great draw. With Nadal not there, the top half is quite soft. Uh, there's one or two players up there, the likes of Shapovalov and mm. Cole Schreiber, Lopez. Uh, good players on grass uh, have proven themselves. And then the, the likes of Rublev and the youngster, Yannick Sinner. Uh-huh. But I don't see anyone there stepping up or taking cards over Djokovic. So I'd expect him at least to be in the final and, and he'll be the odds-on favourite. And that's how it happened, Coach. So well done on calling that on Novak Djokovic. You didn't see anyone beating him. But he also seems like a man driven by the numbers now. He's not shy away from saying he's gunning for as many Grand Slams as possible. He's tied Nadal and Federer with 20 now. What do you make of this confidence? Yeah, absolutely. I think he has the right to be confident. You know, uh, Nadal and Federer have come to the, the end of their careers. They're not the players that they used to be. And he's just in this perfect position where he's on top of the game and the youngsters that are coming through probably still need a year or two just to totally mature, to challenge for that top spot. So, uh, you know, people are speculating, can he win 22? Can he win 25? Uh, with a with a mental ability and, and the drive that he has, uh, who knows? The sky's the limit. And surely we can't bet against him now for winning the calendar slam because he might even have a point to prove in New York. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, it's the Olympic Games as golden well. Golden so Slam also. The, the, the Golden Slam is up for grabs as well. So, uh, I don't, you know, you talk about timing is, is very important in people's careers. And he's just in the perfect spot at the right time to do amazing things. Yeah. And, and Berrettini, I mean, for you, what, what, what impressed you the most with him uh, for him to go all the way and reach the final? I think you won Queens also, right? Yes, he did. And it's not a big surprise. Uh, you know, Berrettini has had several injuries, which each time as he makes his way into the top 10 in the world, he picks up an injury, loses some momentum, drops back, comes again. And it's just been kind of a concertina uh, by the young Italian. And it's just great to see him in a patch where he's had a couple of months of tennis without injury. And I think the potential that everyone has seen in him now is coming through, winning at Queen's. And, of course, making the final at Wimbledon. Uh, I think he's now going to join the, the likes of Tsitsipas Shapovalov, Zverev, in challenging uh, Djokovic at the top. Okay. And now, coach, let's hear what you said about Ash Barty in the women's singles. 
Well, Ash Barty is probably, you know, the world number one tennis player who flies under the radar the most, you know, and she hasn't traveled a lot this year with COVID. She's, she's elected to uh, skip many of the big tournaments. But the one thing that Ash Barty has, she's an Australian. She grew up on grass. Grass is second nature to her. So although she doesn't play the power game that some of the other players play, she's crafty. She's got a nice serve. She moves into net well. She's got great hands. She's going to be a good test for any of the girls that reckon they have a chance of winning. Ash Barty is right up there with the best of them when it comes to the favourites. Another one, coach, another one. And she she won it. She won it. So well done to you. Did she play the way that you expected? Uh, Yes, she did. She actually did it better than I I thought. And I don't (laughs) buy winning. I I always thought she was a favourite. But the quality of tennis that she produced was phenomenal. Uh, And I think she's now, you know, proven to herself that she didn't become world number one by chance. And I think that's just going to make her more dangerous going to the Olympics, going to the U.S. Open, where almost she's starting to believe that she is the player that everyone else says that she is. And can she dominate the women's game? Because you said the women's uh, draw is open and it's been open for a while now. Does she have it to play like this on most, if not all, the surfaces? Yes, I think she can dominate, especially at this stage where there are no players coming through. I think... uh, when, when you have someone uh, that is a big hitter, uh, like Serena Williams, in, the, in that kind of shape that comes through, then uh, Ash Barty will have a tough time. She could be overpowered. But right now, for the next year, 18 months, there's no one who's stepping up there. And I think we'll see Ash Barty contending in every big tournament over the next year. And um, Pliskova, I mean, what does she take from this, from this tournament? Because she seemed to take the defeat very hard. Yeah, look, she's a, she's a former world number one, and uh, and when she fell off that spot, she kind of disappeared a little bit. So this might first step towards rejuvenation. It was a very good Wimbledon first. She played seven good matches, and that's often a problem for her. She plays one or two good matches, and then she'll just go, go. Uh, so maybe this is just a sign that she's ready to give it one more run. She's a little bit older. She's matured a little bit. So it's a good result, uh, probably one that she thought she could have won. They still hurt. Okay, coach. Thank you very much. We hope to speak to you before then, but thank you very much for being able to speak to us before and after the tournament at Wimbledon and for calling it there. We do appreciate it. Thanks for the insight, coach. Only a pleasure. Coach Michael de Jong who's worked with the legendary Martina Navratilova um, there. So that's a man that knows exactly what he's talking about. And if you were a betting man and you were listening to our interview before Wimbledon, then you could have made yourself a few bucks. But you didn't. <laughs> well, I didn't because I'm not a betting man, but I didn't. But he called it. The guy called it and let's give him his flowers. And also there was a big moment for South Africa, of course. KG Munchane, she reached the final. Our wheelchair tennis star, she was in the final of the women's singles, but she lost to the world number one, Diede de Grot. But she's not too concerned. She's looking at the bigger picture. Obviously, it's a, it's a great milestone. You know, I've, I've just been, you know, struggling through the hurdles, trying to... You know, to do better as a player, to grow as a player. Obviously, I'm, 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 I'm very happy with the with the performance. And uh, yeah, we all know that uh, for the past four years, it was all about preparing for Paralympics. And obviously, when coming into this event for me, I was just like, I'm just going in, you know, as a preparation for Paralympics. Okay, so Paralympics is the big goal for K. Jimunjan, and she seems to have a soft spot now for for Wimbledon and the British fans. Yeah, obviously, you know, London is it's a very amazing place. People out here love tennis. Uh, coming to Wimbledon for the 
for the past two years it's a it's been a good experience and it's like i've won the hearts of few people out here who really made their time to come and watch me so the atmosphere is always you know buzzing knowing that there are people you know coming through to to watch and support wheelchair tennis well done to kg she's agreed to speak to us when she comes back home she is in transit at the moment but great for her to reach the final of wimbledon in the women's wheelchair singles as well as a doubles unfortunately then it in defeat but she is a runner-up at wimbledon and she can go on better again next year we're gonna have to leave it there just because of time um because we have to go to news and then the president will speak so my main man mudupi is already with the news to tell us maybe what we can expect at the top of the hour and then song will take over